The year is 2023. PBS Plus has just launched bringing the world's streaming services to 4,387. How can anyone be expected to go through all this content? Fear not, loyal passengers. Captain Joe Shoes and his first mate Mez are here to travel through space and time to bring you the best nuggets pop culture has to offer. Strap in. It's time for the Car Jomez Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 353 of the Car Jomez Podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host, as always, is... The Magistrate of Caravan City. I'm Captain Joe Shoes from the Car Jomez Podcast. Yeah, you are, buddy. What's up? Not a lot, Gomez. Well, all right. I mean, I guess that's not bad, right? No, no. This was this was a good not so not so much. Good, good, yeah. yeah. Nobody's dead, right? I hope not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Last week that we, we started the show talking sad. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, want we, you know maybe let's happen. not do that for a while. Let's not do that for a long time. We'll the save lady. it for the end. Oh, you know what? <laughs> if you want to get said, this was uh, my first Father's Day without my dad. Oh, He's dead. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he, he will not be listening to the podcast this week. Well, that's that's very upsetting to hear. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, did, you okay? You all right? You know? Yeah, he didn't die today. I know, but that day might, you know, you might, you know. Yes, I suppose I know, and a lot of people did reach out, you know, to send me messages. But honestly, I'm I'm okay, and you know, he actually kind of did me a favor in a way because I didn't have to spend four dollars on a card this year. Save that money, baby. Four dollars. That's some of these cards be eight dollars, bro. Some of the yo, like what the fuck? Some of them with the music and stuff, they're like twelve bucks. Insane. I'm like, what am I buying? Fucking eggs here? Do I get free eggs with this card? Bro, if I'm spending twelve dollars on the card, that's the gift. That's, that's your it. gift. That's it. <laughs> Nothing and, else. And t- well, I will say this. To be fair, in not so much defense of myself, um, I looked at my dad as a parent. So it's not so much my job to get hidden gifts. You know, he's the adult here. So <laughs> That's he right, should really already needs. have everything he needs. Of course. It's true. So Bye. I didn't see the need to get him gifts. Every now and then for the like a holiday or something, I would send like a Mrs. Fields cookie tin or something like that. Sure. You I know, or uh you know, maybe uh Jimmy's famous seafood. I'd send like a box of Jimmy's famous that, seafood, send some crab that's a cakes. Great, that's a great gift. It's they true. ship all over. Free shipping if you spend like a hundred bucks or so. It's very easy to spend very easy bucks to spend a hundred bucks real quick. <laughs> and I look I look, I'm not even a seafood guy, and I love that shit. So good. I should do that again. Mm, man, I should have I should have did that for Father's Day. Maybe that's a maybe that should be a new tradition. I spend a hundred bucks on Jimmy Seafood. Yeah. Mm. You get those crab cakes sent right to your house. And they give you the directions how to prepare them yourself. That's right. Can't go. Then you mess it up. It's on you. you mess it like, up, Bro, it's on you. That's on you. That's we right. told you. It goes in this, 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 and that. It's like everything. The frying pan, the toaster, the everything. Air fry. No everything major pod live show at Jimmy's this year, unfortunately. But Aww. in August, August and Saugus, baby. Saugus, Massachusetts, a return of Kowloon. Oh, you going to that Chinese restaurant? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, you always you love that place. That place is great too. <laughs> I will say when we do these shows, we go to some good the good eating places. Oh, uh, well, I hope so. Like Jimmy's and Kowloon's are both great. You've been to Jimmy's, right? You came to one of the shows. So at Jimmy's. good, yes. And then I ordered it to See? my house, so because it's so good. <laughs> even after the first time we went there, I was telling my parents about it. I was like, "Yo, like I don't even because like, they know I don't eat seafood." And I'm like, "These crab cakes were unreal." Like. And my mom, I remember her saying, like, oh, I love crab, you know, that wouldn't. So I sent her, like, the box, the crab lover's box or whatever. And she thought she knew better than Jimmy and tried to cook it, like, not <laughs> off the directions. Unbelievable. Like, you dumb <laughs> bastard. <laughs> so oh, th the first time she's like, oh, you know, I didn't think it was that great. I'm like, well, she's like, oh, well, I looked at the directions and I said, I don't need to do this. I'm like, that's why. I was like, what do you, what do you think? And it's not like my mom is a good cook. She's not. Yeah, but she gonna let Jimmy tell her what to do of all people. God forbid, right? No shot. The guy's <laughs> name is on the goddamn sign. No Maybe shot, he knows man. something. He don't know shit. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening to the Car Jomez podcast. Remember to subscribe to this podcast. Leave a five star review wherever it is that you're listening to it, or some comments and likes if you're watching this on YouTube. Follow us on all the social media at Car Jomez. That would be very appreciated. Gomez, you know what now means, right? You know what time it is. Breaking news time. Oh! Breaking news. Oh, Joe, what's popping off? What's going on here? Gomez, we got some stuff we haven't even spoken about. We got some some shows coming back, some shows getting released, some shows slipping under our radar. But yeah. I am there with my ear to the safe, and I'm figuring out the code. And I'm here to tell you that Righteous Gemstones just came back for season three on Sunday. Yes, yes. I, I found out on Saturday. But then I forgot all Sunday night to watch. <laughs> they dropped two episodes on Ooh, Sunday, and they'll be baby. going week to week after that. Yeah, Finishing up with nine baby. episodes total. That's on Max. I'm sorry. Well, this is an HBO well, show. It's an HBO though. show, but you well, can watch it on Max. God damn. Did you check this out? Because I know you caught up, baby. I, I caught up. Remember, I caught up during the hurricane last yeah. year when they, they closed my job because they thought we were going to get swept away in the tide. Um. <laughs> And and somehow I bought a car the day before the hurricane, like as if that was a good idea. So I was like, "Shit, ain't gonna rain." It rained. Oh, it rained. Uh, I did not watch yet. I haven't indulged in season three yet, awesome. but I wanted All to right. make sure we talked about it because I know this yeah, is a no, show definitely. we both enjoy, and a lot of people out 100%. there also enjoy. I hope I hope people enjoy this. I don't see a lot of people talk. I you know I don't really see a lot this of chat. I would see. I would assume this is a semi, not like one of the bigger. I know this isn't like succession level. You know sure. what I mean? But yeah. I figured there'd be more people talking about it. And the way, like, it kind of came across in the middle of something else for me. And I was like, oh wait a yeah. minute, that's coming back. Like it's about time. Exactly. I was like, oh that, oh awesome, it's back. You know, like I, I don't know, man. HBO dropping the ball lately, spending I, all that money on Max. <laughs> We got some Netflix news, Gomez. Ooh, what's going on? Netflix a double main man, Mr. Fubar himself, slipping under the radar again. Arnold yeah. with a three-part documentary, documentary right? over yeah. on Netflix. I saw it. I was like, wait, what where the fuck did this come out? What it must have dropped right when they dropped the other thing, right? Like I think it just dropped last week. Okay. 
All right. But they must have some fucking mega deal with Schwarzenegger. 100% to do a doc and a show. Yeah. Mm, I wonder if we're going to get a movie. Sat him down for interviews to get like, it's like a shoot interview. Get a big Arnold movie for Netflix. Mm. Spend all the money for him. Let's go. I don't give a shit. You know what? It's not my money. (laughs) Fuck it. Let's go. Fuck it. Okay. But uh, (laughs) broken into three parts. The first is like the athlete and it goes into his bodybuilding. The second is about being a movie star. And the third is like, I guess, being an American, I think it's called. So it's, I guess, sure. political and whatever. The governor stuff. Governator. Yeah. Sure. Fucking the maid. Yes. Who gives a shit? Well, yeah, I mean, I would think you have to talk about that. You know, we'll see. So I watched the first episode. Very, I, and I, we know the Arnold story at this point, right? It's been sure. told enough. But it's still interesting to hear it out of his mouth. Sure, that is true. I've never really, maybe I've seen an Arnold doc many years ago. Probably a bodybuilding doc, right? I yeah, don't know yeah, if yeah. I've ever seen that. So it is interesting. You know, I wonder, funny. though, it's going to get into stuff, though. Like how how detailed, well, that, like in that episode, yeah, like was there anything crazy in that first episode not too that you much. watched? Um, I, I, I haven't finished the whole thing yet. But okay. one thing that did strike me right from the beginning, he talks about seeing a, a Hercules movie and the actor is Reggie Parks. Who Reggie Parks was like a big bodybuilder, strongman guy back in the day, who also went on to create like some of the most uh, notable uh, title belts in wrestling. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Look at that. I love shit like that. <laughs> so random. <laughs> uh, also on Netflix, Gomez, Human Resources. Do you know about this show? Oh, that's that uh, loudmouth show, right? Big mouth, yeah. Big mouth, yeah. I've cool. never watched it. I've never watched that show. It's I, I watched. It I watched like the first two seasons of it, and it's one of those things where, like, it's funny, and then it's not. You know, enough is enough after a while. I didn't and know it was still a thing. I didn't know that they still made They had a, a recent season, I guess, I don't know how long ago the most recent season was, but they took these characters, the hormone monsters from there, yeah, and gave I them their own that. workplace comedy down. So it's human resources. Interesting. That's very interesting. So that's up there as well. Over yeah. on Hulu, we got Flaming Hot, and I've seen people talking about Flaming so Hot. I almost watched this because I'm like, what the fuck is this about? Yeah. <laughs> So it's about a janitor who works at Frito-Lay who creates flaming Hot Cheetos. But apparently this story is bullshit. Apparently, like, they have taken a lot of liberties with this fucking story here. So I I didn't read the whole interview with Eva Longoria. She directed this. Yeah. But she said something to the effect of, it's not just about a man who created flaming Hot Cheetos. He's got such a deep and stuff. And once I heard like, oh, it's it's more, it's about more yeah. than Cheetos. I was like, ah, that makes me not want to watch it. I want to sell. Sure. I want to see a movie about Cheetos. Sure, that is it. Like how they come up with this stuff. These kids, they love their spicy Cheetos, kid. It's crazy. They're great. I get. I like going to the movie theater. They'll have flaming oh, hot cheeto popcorn thing. and they yeah. they you know spread them out in the little popcorn you get like a small popcorn with a bunch of flaming hot cheetos in it oh, i haven't been i haven't been to regal in a while. i gotta go to the regal so good Damn. uh season two of the bear gomez i know you oh, were enjoying season one season yeah. two is out there season two he's starting a restaurant a proper restaurant not a thing i'm i'm gonna wait till i don't know if it drops weekly because is it i think it's maybe an, is it an FX i believe show? it's the no it's it's oh, it might be, but I, 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 from what I saw, I believe it's the full season is up. 
Oh, okay. So then, oh, maybe I'll get to that this week. Mm. One last thing on Hulu. Ooh, now, baby. back in 1997, we had a packed year for movies. This Our best is. picture nominees that year were jam-packed with hits. Ooh. What ended up winning was a bullshit movie called Titanic. <laughs> no one talks about that shit. And, no, and he, no one even saw the fucking thing. <laughs> the movie we all rallied behind was called The Full Monty. <laughs> I remember that had a moment, bro. That was a thing. Let me tell you, 1997 <laughs> Joe loved The Full Monty. I, I, I must have watched that movie 15 times. I thought it was great. I it's thought great, it was yes. funny. I thought it was yeah. charming. I loved the characters. And now here we are, all these years later, getting a full Monty series on oh, Hulu. Oh, it's a series. That's crazy. I didn't and it's hear basically, about this. And it's basically a sequel to the movie. It's like, where are these oh, guys 25 years later? Oh, that's even better. I like and that. They're, they're all in it, and they're all doing whatever full Monty people do 25 years later. I guess I, I hope they're still dancing. I would hope so. I hope everybody's still dancing. Everybody <laughs> who's not dead from over the weekend, I hope you dance. Call me Why Leanne can't... Womack, because I hope you dance. Why can't the skeleton dance, bro? <laughs> uh, if he can do it, he's more than welcome. <laughs> we want everyone but to But I dance. ain't helping him. <laughs> Takes enough effort of my own to dance. Oh my goodness. I'm interested in that. That's uh full month. That was that was fun. I haven't thought we, about that in years. I haven't either. I loved the movie. I it was genuinely it, one I, of I, yeah. my favorite movies that I probably wouldn't think of right away either. But sure. seeing it and I watched it a bunch at that time. I genuinely love that movie. Yeah, no, I just like that. Like they said, that was a th- they started a broad had a Broadway play about it. Yeah. That was, man, the full Monty brings me back. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, so, Gomez, one thing that I say for last year, I think this is huge. And to me, okay, I was just like told about this yesterday. Comes out today as you listen Thursday on this podcast. Disney Plus is dropping Secret Invasion. Oh, yeah, yeah I know that. I was going to bring it up. That's what we watched the next week. Like, yeah. I was just like, where did it felt like it came out of nowhere? I just happened to be watching a baseball game and during the commercial, it was like this Thursday, the Marvel cinema is back. I was like, "What the fuck? Where?" I listen to nerd podcasts. I know, I like, I'm not, you know, shit like that. I'm not forgetting. Yeah, I know Secret Invasion. I'm excited. I think it's like eight episodes, right? I think six. Oh, six. Yeah, okay, six. You know, so they got to get right to the point. I know these Marvel movies. <laughs> not exactly the strong point. <laughs> you know, they wait to episode three to tell you what's happening in an episode like so. I hope that's not what's going to happen here. But uh, I'm interested. I'm definitely interested. Yeah, so Nick Fury's teaming up with our uh, our scroll friend uh, Talos from Captain Marvel. Yeah. Going to do some people and scroll bullshit together. Now, who do you think? So the whole thing is going to be like someone's, someone we know is really a, a, a scroll. A, an alien, a scroll, right? So you know that's yeah. happening. Who do you think is going to? What do you think? You think Nick Fury might be one? So, you think maybe... coming off of Captain Marvel, which was an early 90s movie, right? It was like based sure. in 92. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say President Clinton. <laughs> uh, you Definitely. 100%. There's going to be so many jokes like that, right? It's going to be, 
everyone you remember from back in the day. It's going to be OJ. like the Kang and Kodos uh, Treehouse <laughs> of Horror thing where Kodos debates President Clinton. <laughs> That's a good episode. That's a good one. Hey, don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. That's I'm definitely excited for that. I had it penciled in for us. We're definitely going to watch it next week. That'll be our thing we talk about every once in a while. You know, it's fun. I'm excited because Marvel is not a lot of Marvel, right? After that, we got the movie at the end of the year. I think that's it. Uh, yeah, it could be. Uh, right, unless I, Loki 2 is supposed to drop by the end of the oh, year. Oh, Loki. It's a, I, I guess still. And I think they said they were going to remember Echo. That thing is still a thing. That's a still, and there's a, still a show. I, Iron Heart. Yeah, but those ain't coming out. Where, yeah, no. And then there's the, the woman from WandaVision. Oh, um, that guy that guess. got delayed. Yeah, no. I I believe that got pushed back indefinitely. Like they're oh. probably not gonna do that. And the other stuff they were like filming. So I don't know, you know, productions are stopped. So I don't know if we're getting any other Marvel except for the Marvels at the end of the year. And well, I guess and Loki with the is new done. Disney CEO, you gotta remember all that stuff was approved before Iger came back oh, into yeah. power. So who knows what's gonna happen right now. And we'll be talking a little bit more about superhero fatigue later on. <laughs> uh, but the whole thing could absolutely get thrown into the sun at this point. 100%. A lot of those st- stuff like the the Agatha show, uh, we ain't getting that. That's something they announced and they're going to be like, do we really need to spend $20 million on a show yeah. for four people? Yeah, that's not happening no more. Which could be a good thing, right? We want Right, if there's gonna be a fatigue, we want our shit to be good then. To make yeah, at us least want, give us the good. Yeah, shit. give us the good. Shit. Higher quality, <laughs> less quantity. Yes, that's always, always, baby. Mm. Uh, so that's my news this week, Gomez. You got uh what you been up to? Well, I mean, I didn't do too much. The only thing I did, right? I went to the movies two times this week. We're gonna talk about that in a few minutes. But leaving the movie, right? It was Father's Day. I saw a movie, and uh, we needed some lunch. So we stopped at a, a place with these golden arches. St. Louis. <laughs> you drove to St. Louis to see a movie and get lunch. I mean, listen, St. Louis, uh, when I drove to Denver, St. Louis had the best barbecue I ever had in my life. Oh, I don't remember the name of the place. I have it somewhere. But it was, oh, this barbecue was just. Was mm. it Harley Races? Go to his house? No, no. We will buy that arena. Oh, he's from uh, Kansas City. That's my my bad. I got that wrong. <laughs> no, I went to McDonald's, baby, and I had to get this grimace shake that we've been talking about. I did too. Ooh, baby. So if you guys are uh, listening, follow me on uh, Instagram or TikTok or anything. You've already seen my video. It's That's been up right. there. You did a video. I didn't put it to my regular YouTube account, Gomez. I put like it's it's up there as a YouTube short. Sure. Because my whole video, and I talked and, t- and I felt like I'm killing time and you know telling stories about you know the evil grimace and giving background the on like why the evil grimace. <laughs> And then at the end of it, I saw my whole video was three and a half minutes long. And I said, what the fuck is this? I said, where's the other eight minutes that I talked for? (laughs) So I said, I don't know if I should put it up as a three and a half minute video. You know, we're we're editing and stuff. What's it going to be? 2.30? Like, 
<laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know, because like at the usually when I turn on the camera, I do like breathing exercises first. So God only knows how many how much time that took up. <laughs> so how long could this video possibly be? So I just turned it into a 56 second TikTok of me, and we said. Vanilla soft serve, supposed to be berry flavored. Mine was nice and purple. When I oh, got mine it, was yeah. When I when they handed it to me, that thing looked like commercial ready. I was oh, like, yeah, it was. I was like, they did a good job with this. You know, a lot of times you get these these foods and you say, never, oh, never man, looks it good. Never. But this was the, one of the first times where I was like, I am impressed with the presentation of this item. I was too, because I figured, especially when it's vanilla and they swirl it, it's usually white and you just get some purple, mix it, like, yeah. And the day before, we had a, in our group chat, we got a text message from our double main man, Dr. Armando, who had one, and his was pure white. He just had a vanilla shake. Bullshit. Fuck that. I would have been like, what are you handing me? I said the Grimace shake, bro. Like, what is this? I promise it is. Yeah, like, this isn't the powder shake. Wrong Fuck fucking that. character. Fuck that, bro. So, Gomez, you're a berry guy. Sure. What did you think of the Grimace shake? I thought it was good, you know? I liked it. It wasn't like this amazing thing, but for a, a, a milkshake, something different, you know, I liked it. I uh, I liked it, too. Yeah. I thought, it to me, I got very Fruit Loop cereal vibes from it. I could get that, yeah. Definitely. So, I was like, I like Fruit Loops. This is fine. I'm okay with I would I will whenever they say something is generic berry flavor, I get exactly. worried. Yes. Like what kind of berry is it? Strawberry, yes. blackberry, Marvin berry, Chuck Berry, Rachel Berry? Which what kind of berry flavor are we talking about here? Uh well, when it says did it say it just said berry, right? Because I'm I assumed it, I guess I guess like a wild berry is what I would assume. If if it's gonna be purple, right? It's gotta be something. That's kind of bluish, I guess. I don't, I don't maybe know. it's something specific to Grimace Island. But I don't know what their main export is over there. Because what do they eat? They can't just live off of shakes. They got to eat food, right? Probably people. I wouldn't put it. Listen, if you told me the Grimace be eating people, I believe you. I, it's not that he can't live on milkshakes alone, can he? He can't. No, there's no way. Got to have something else. Protein somewhere. People, <laughs> I don't know. Is he? He was evil. Maybe it's not so much that he was evil. It's just that that's his culture, and we misappropriated it. Maybe he hangs with all those other people that steal things, right? The Hamburglar steals the burgers. I I heard that Bernie bird, Madoff. The bird, <laughs> the bird steals fries. So maybe they hang out and they share. Maybe they share with each other. You know, they're like a little couple. I, I guess and... they're like a whole team, like Ocean's Eleven. You know, they meet up. Hey, guys, we got to do our <laughs> You big, son our of a bitch. Trade. I'm in. Oh, <laughs> uh, What you get? You get the, the Nuggets or the Big Mac? What you get? The nuggets. With? I'm not enthused by either of these choices. Number one, you can only get this fucking shake by getting a value meal. That's a basic bitch-ass value meal. Yes. A Big Mac or chicken nuggets. Uh, listen, I like Big Macs. I do. I love Big Macs. I love chicken nuggets. But when I'm getting something special, I'm not looking to get fucking generic chicken nuggets here. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Why can't I just buy the goddamn shake? And and it cost me over $12 with tax to get this fucking bullshit combo yeah. so I could get a purple milkshake. 
What it was thirteen ninety nine with tax, bro? Whew. It's an expensive ass milkshake, bro. You know, and then I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I I like nuggets and fries, but I'm not necessarily in the mood for nuggets and fries right now. All I wanted was a three and a half minute video with this goddamn milkshake, and it cost me twelve dollars and seventy six cents for a YouTube short <laughs> for a fifty six second video at the end. <laughs> The monetization is basically non-existent off that, unless you get like millions of views. Believe I mean, me. it's a, it's I a popular. <laughs> did not get millions of views. You say it's a popular item. You never know. You might, you might catch up. Trust me, I did not get millions of views. Everybody, go to YouTube.com/slash Joe Shoes. Watch that fucking fifty-six second short, please. Click like. Maybe leave a comment on it. Put it on loop, guys. Just, just you don't even have to leave a real comment. Just put a fucking emoji in there. Do the lobster kisses. Remember, remember the lobster kisses. Come on, <laughs> it's aggressive kissing, bro. That's how I do it. I, 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 I use, I use oh. my thumbs and I get in there. There's a little friction. <laughs> so they call me the. Lothario King of Lobster Kissing. <laughs> oh, man. My man LK, bro. What is up? <laughs> oh, what you put up to besides this, Joe? Yeah. I've been using putting these thumbs to good use, I'll tell you that. Uh, oh. I didn't watch a lot of Gomez. I went to the movies like you did twice this week, but I did come across in my suggested for you area on the Max yeah. app. Okay. A, a little documentary series called How to Create a Sex Scandal. Oh. At, at first, I just thought this was like a, like lit erotica, which is one of my favorite <laughs> websites that I haven't visited in a long time. <laughs> but I'm I'm like, oh, this this seems like the kind of movie that would interest 14 or 41-year-old me. Um, it's all the same. So, like, I'm I'm here for it. Turns out, it was very much not that kind of documentary. Oh, what a what a way to waste a boner. So, <laughs> it's a three it's a three part series about a small town in Texas in the early 2000s where a foster family takes in these kids who then tell them that they were abused in like okay. this swinger house and they were forced to do all these sexual things that children should not be doing. So the first episode, you're like hearing all this stuff. And what really gets you is that the genuine people from this case are the ones telling you the story. They oh, all, shit. With the exception of one person, they all take part in the show. So wow. it's like hitting pretty heavy sure. until at the end of the first episode where the whole time, because they like, they give it to you. Like, you know, there's got to be a swerve coming because they tell you, and then this person was convicted. This the, the kid's mom was taken in and the boyfriend was taken in and the grandmother was taken in. They're all convicted and put in jail. And it's like, wow, like, I, I guess the documentary is over. And it's like, but was it even true? And it's like, wait a minute. What? what? So it wow. turns out like the foster parents who took in these kids, they get paid more money depending on how fucked up the kids are. Jesus so Christ. <laughs> they like brainwashed the children into telling these stories and describing the house and all this shit. That way they could get more money from the like the government for taking in these foster kids. 
Meanwhile, all these real people went to jail truly only because they were poor and couldn't afford good lawyers. Sure. So when the one guy who had a mother who cashed in her 401k to get a legitimate lawyer for him, like when he took a look at this case, he's like, this whole thing is bullshit. And then a, a few of these people, you know, for the most part, they all end up getting their sentences overturned, except one guy who, for some reason, could not get his sentence overturned and ends up dying in prison. Oh, Jesus Christ. That fucking it, sucks. The whole story is fucking wild. It's a true story. It's on HBO Max or, or Max. Three parts. <laughs> they got an hour each called How to Create a Sex Scandal. I've never heard the story before. Wild. It was fucking wild. I'll be wild. Once Kellyanne listens to this, she's gonna be like, "We gotta watch this episode." So she's this sounds right up. That's crazy, bro. That shit is wild. You're wow. just watching like the first episode, and they're just laying it out, and all yeah. of a sudden it's like, "Here's the case." The kids open up. They go to the cops. They bring in all these people, and they're all convicted. And you're like, "They're all con-. like that." You figured yeah. the conviction would be at the end, right? Like, sure. oh, like slow roll it. But it was like they ju- and it was like, "Wait a minute, was this even real?" And it's like, "I'm sorry, what?" <laughs> That's crazy. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. So uh, the only thing I watched this week is uh, I continued my rewatch of the Police Academy movies. I watched uh, part three, mm-hmm. and part four. Uh, and I got to say, while I'm not loving it, I'm enjoying it a little more now, right? Like every sequel, I'm enjoying it more because they're getting stupider it's and just stupider. Goofy. Yeah. And so, like, that's the shit that I grew up loving. And there's even like scenes that I'm like, oh my God, I actually remember this. That's right. And it's like, so I'm like, this is this is a good time. Listen, okay. these movies ain't for everybody, <laughs> trust me. But I'm enjoying it now. Like I said, the first two, I was like, all right, you know, I I guess, you know. Well, I think but, five is mission of Moscow, right? That's seven, bro. Oh, is it really that far in? Five. I can't wait for five because five is Miami. And I remember Mission to Miami was my shit. So I'm like so excited for that. Six is something I don't remember. And then seven is Moscow. Yeah. Moscow's bad. That one's bad. But, you know, I'm sticking with it. You know, I'll probably watch two more for next week. Or maybe I'll watch them all. If If there's three more, I'll finish it off for next week. Oh, baby. Thumbs up so far. <laughs> Fucking Mahoney. Uh, I can't believe these guys. There's so many of the sequels. I was well, like, what are you like? Two of <laughs> like, Police Academy was a big deal back in the day. Huge. But at this point, for people like in our age group who did grow up watching Police Academy on like movie of the weekend or whatever. Yeah. But if you met Steve Gutenberg at a Comic Con or something, what would you bring up to him first? Would it be Police Academy? Or who makes Steve Gutenberg a star? We do. <laughs> we do. Like at this point, I feel like for people in our age group, he might be equally a stone cutter as much as Mahoney. <laughs> That's great. For me, for me, it's definitely police academy. But that is definitely because I was like, what are you gonna say? And once you said like, you know, that's right, he is Steve, Steve <laughs> Gutenberg's a stone cutter, bro. <laughs> I love it. There's probably I, some poster he probably signs all the time. Like some I met kind of Steve poster. Gutenberg about 10 years ago at like a chiller con or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, this is awesome. This is Steve Gutenberg. And I took a picture. And when I posted it to social media, 
my caption was, who makes Steve Gutenberg a star? We do. Of course. Of course. And I am I'm just said last week how much I love Mahoney. You did. You said it's your number one guy in this series here. Yeah. Mm, you think I – we should get him on the podcast. You think he'd do it? What the fuck is he doing, bro? I mean, Stonecutter stuff. Shh. <laughs> Shut up. Nixnay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, Gomez, we did go to the movies twice this week. We yeah. said we were going to go see The Flash. But there was another big release this week as well. Yeah. And we both decided we'll go see it. You planned on taking your daughter. Sure. I planned on being an adult at a children's movie. And... <laughs> Elemental, new Pixar flick, pretty much the first Pixar flick directly to theaters, right? In about three years now. Uh, what was the last one, right? I don't uh, Buzz Lightyear, and then uh, I guess maybe that's oh, it, right? Yeah, because yeah, the, the, I had Soul, Luca, Turning Red, were the, like the last, I forgot about Lightyear. Yeah, but Lightyear, they purposely, I mean, they didn't do so good, but they purposely. Lightyear did not do well. Like they figured, oh, this is gonna be our big return to yeah. the movie theaters, and it didn't. It was not, there, which is <laughs> um, disappointing to say the least. At least financially, opening twenty nine and a half million dollars, barely edged out Spider Man for second place this weekend. Sp- and Spider Man's on what week three, week four now. It's crazy. And Spider Spider Man did twenty seven point eight million this weekend. Elemental, a brand new Pixar flick on a holiday weekend, just barely edged out Spider Man. That's not a good sign, bro. It seems like fucking COVID has ruined Pixar. Like, right? Once they put these movies on Disney Plus, just nobody is going to see them. Like, this is like because you don't even have the weight to see it anymore. Even if it had a regular theatrical run. You're still getting this movie in what three months tops on Disney Plus? That's the thing. You know it. You know, knowing that it's you know, certain apps have certain things where it's three weeks, three months, but you know what's coming within the end of the year, you're gonna see it. You're gonna see all of the favorite movies that came out this summer. Mm-hmm. You know, by November, they're all gonna be on a streaming shit. Now, Crazy. at least you have a child. Would is she like Aware of this movie coming out, has she seen coming attractions? Yes. She trailers? was excited. She wanted to go see it. She saw the commercial. You know, she watches Disney and shit at night, so mm-hmm. she sees the commercial, and so uh, she didn't know when it was coming out. When I told her, I said, "Oh, baby, that movie with the the fire and the water. You know, they can't touch and stuff." And she's like, "Oh yeah, I seen that." She's like, "Oh, it comes out." So she was like, "Oh yeah, I want to go to." Like she was very excited to go to the movies to see this. Okay. So you know, I don't know if. If that's every kid, but my kid likes going to the movies. You know, she takes after daddy. Yeah, I when I was a kid, going to the movies felt like an event to me. Yeah, you know, so yeah, I didn't she... get to go to a ton of movies, so it always felt like I go to any movie. It felt like a great time, you know, like a great day. Yeah, and she don't watch a lot. She watches cartoons, basically. So what is it like four or five a year? You know, there's not a lot mm-hmm. of chances to go to the movies because she's still not. She saw that Haunted Mansion trailer and she was like. I'm glad I didn't go on that ride with Uncle Joe. <laughs> really? 
She said, I didn't know it was going to be like that. I thought it was going to be regular ghosts. I said, it was regular ghosts, but I guess she didn't like the guy with the hat or whatever. Oh, when they drew his picture? <laughs> Maybe, but no, but she said it even before. And then when she saw that, she was like, ooh. It's like, I would have bit your hand and screamed. I would have been so scared. <laughs> she is a biter. She did bite your hand yes. on the Tower yes, of Terror. <laughs> yes, she did. Uh, so Elemental follows Ember and Wade in a city where fire, water, land, and air residents live together. Mm, okay, that works without giving too much away. Uh, before the movie, you know, Pixar gives us those shorts. We got the short oh, about yes. Carl's date. And it's Carl from Up and his dog Doug. And yes. uh, he's preparing for a, a little date. I thought it was very cute. It's a cute little thing. Yes, it was. It was very sweet. Fine. Got, you know, wet the palate a little bit for some more sure. Pixar stuff. After that, I'm like, all right, that's good. You know, I, I felt the, uh, the little motion, little tugs at the heartstrings where he starts talking to the picture of Ellie. It's yes. great. Yes. Uh, of course, my wife started crying. That's what she does. And Charlotte was like, but the movie didn't even start yet. We're like, baby, this is a short based on a movie we saw that was very sad at times. You don't understand. We have a connection to these characters. We're trying to tell her. She's like, okay, please. She was crying later on. <laughs> and then we open with Elemental and we get a, a rom-com, basically. Yeah, it's like a love story. Like We haven't really yeah. had like a Pixar love story. I guess it's like fucking Wally. Like really, they don't really, they don't really do that kind of thing. It's a kind of opposites attract romantic comedy. Yeah, and it is. I'm here for it's a PG movie, not a G movie. Ooh, you know, because there is some language that some apparently pruning scenes upped it up a little bit. <laughs> and a lot of the situations are kind of, um, I would say, ripe for societal interpretations. Sure. Yes, it's about an immigrant family, so it's very. Uh... You know, now talking now, about the director, stuff. and I excuse me, I can't remember the name of the director, but the director was a, a Korean immigrant who came to the Bronx and their family opened a fruit and vegetable store. So oh, that's, that's why a lot of the things in there mirrored their own Perfect. life yeah. from when he came out. So he's writing from experience in a lot of the situations. Unfortunately, however, I do not think there's all that much substance to this movie. It feels like Pixar just goes to the well with these same tropes about wanting to step away from my family, but they keep pulling me back and I don't want to do what they want me to do. And it feels like that's what every Pixar movie is now. Yes, this movie was aggressively fine. It's fine. It's not it, terrible. There's nothing offensive. There's nothing it's terrible. It's fine. It's very beautiful to look at. The animation is crazy. Uh, but I mean, it's like a fucking Parks and Rec episode because like the big villain is a fucking a, a crack in the dam. Like that's like the big bad of the movie. <laughs> it's like a flood. So, you know, there's not a lot. Like, I don't know if kids like Shiloh was into it because it's a love story and she's very emotional. So she was all into it. But I don't know if kids are going to be really into worrying about if they can fix these pipes to stop this water from coming. You know, like, I'm not sure. That is going to have any lasting effect yet. With the characters being elements themselves, and you see at times where they're able to kind of take in the element if it's the same of their own, like there's circumstances where the wind takes in more wind or the fire is able to make themselves bigger. Yeah. And yet the water has shown to be able to do these same things, yet 
when there's a flood, he just becomes a regular person in a flood of water and can't do nothing about it. There's too much, bro. He can't handle that. He's not equipped to handle that situation, apparently. <laughs> you know, and we got the, the dusty finish at the end where you think you've lost the character. Only, sure. oh, no, no, they, nothing bad happened. They can't nothing have that happen. That happens here. Yeah. Uh, the I voice think, acting was good. Like, there was nothing. Yeah, wrong. the voice acting is very good. Like, yeah. like you said, they're very pretty to look at. The, a lot of the designs are really cool. The way they created this city is very cool. Even to the point of the different races of elements sure. yeah. is they all have their personalities. And I know people yeah. are trying to be like, oh, well, this the fire is supposed to represent Which this race. And this, yeah, yeah, sure, this, yeah. Th these are the white people and these are the black yeah. people. It's like I didn't get that at all. To me, no. the fire was just fire and the wind yeah. was just wind. And, you know, yeah. so I didn't. I think people are trying to look too deep into it. That's what people is, do, you know. That's what the internet is for, I suppose. Yes, exactly. Um, but I think you said it best. This movie is aggressively fine. Yeah. Perfect. Let me hit some music here. Yeah, do it. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you our man? Are you our man? All right, Joe. Elemental, the latest Pixar movie. Where does this fall on your main man standards? You said it best. Uh, aggressively fine is a apt description for this movie. I think your kids are going to like it. You know, for all the parents out there, take your kids to see it. Give them a good day at the movies. Get them some goobers. Get, get them some Pepsi zero calorie uh, beverage that they have at, at the Regal theaters now. It's mm. good stuff. I think it's got a good flavor to it, even though it's a zero calorie cola. Ooh. I just put that over real big, huh? Uh, <laughs> I enjoy it though, and you can get that popcorn with the flaming hot Cheetos in it that we talked oh, about. Oh, yeah, it's a baby. great time at the movies with your kid. Uh, I really don't have a a lot of thoughts about this movie. It's just it's there. It's fine. I don't see anyone that's gonna love it. I don't see anyone that's gotta hate it. Really, more than anything. I wonder what this means for Pixar going forward because this movie has dramatically underperformed at the box office. This is a horrible number. $29.5 million for an opening holiday weekend is a terrible number, yeah. especially when you are a kid's movie. I think it costs like $200 million to make. Like it was, It's not like it was chump change. Like it's, no. It's and very so I was reading, um, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but However many computer servers that it takes to make this movie, say it took 25 to do Toy Story, for yes. this it took 1,000. Wow. So yeah. it was all this added computer power. The money it, is on the screen. Like, it's yeah. every And you bit. see it. You recognize yeah, it. Absolutely. You, yes. But, whew, boy, when it's, <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, so as an adult watching this movie, to me, that's what I'm really thinking about. I didn't leave this theater thinking this movie was great. It was it was okay. Uh, I'm going to give it two and a half stars. Double main man just right in the middle. It's just, it's there. 100%. Two and a half. It's right there. Uh, I, I guess maybe if you have an immigrant background and you might latch on to it maybe a little more. You know, you see yourself in a movie and that might. But other than that, 
I think he's just gonna walk away and go, yeah, it was okay. Like it was nice. You know, it's a sweet movie. Oh, it's cute. cute. But you know, nothing, nothing crazy about it. You know, it's Definitely. like when you, when you see somebody you know, but you don't know, and you can't remember their name, and you're you know, like you're not upset to see them, but like you're just like, oh, what's up, buddy? Or pal or friend, my man, dude. It's like that. Like, this isn't a movie that you're going to think about long term, but like when someone brings it up, you'll be like, Oh yeah, that that thing. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh, so that was one of the big releases this week. Boy, but we gotta talk about now the biggest one. Oh, baby, it's gonna save cinema. This movie was. <laughs> <laughs> How many years have we been waiting for this movie? Bro, this movie, <laughs> The Flash, after all these years of hearing about it, and after all the trouble that's gone into production and with the people who star in the movie, and this is just, woo, here we go. It finally, time. and the hype leading up, originally all we had heard was this is far and away the greatest DC movie ever. And then as we started getting closer, we started hearing this movie absolutely sucks. <laughs> and now became, I don't know what the fuck to believe, but I know I'm going to have to see it for myself. I think the perfect place to start with is Gomez. What is your connection to the flash coming into this? The flash is my favorite DC character. That isn't Batman, right? Everyone loves Batman. So we're not going to count Batman, but uh flash is, is my guy. I love the flash. Love you watched that CW show? I watched seven seasons of it. I gave up at, towards the end because it just got a little too much. But, yeah, bro, I loved it. I watched the one back in the day, like in the 90s with Dawson's dad, right, playing The Flash. Loved it. Dawson's dad was The Flash? I, I think so. I'll, I'll double check. But I, in my head, he is. I could be wrong. I'll <laughs> double check. <laughs> um, I have zero connection to The Flash outside sure. of this DCEU. Yeah. And... Some of the stuff that I've read since this movie has come out over the past week has been, we had a perfectly good flash already and everybody watches the shows despite the studios wanting people to think that the movies are separate from the TV. And that's where I say, hold the phone, Pat Sajak, because we got time for another round because we complain that studios assume everybody watches everything. And now you're going to complain when mm -hmm. studios don't assume that everyone watches everything. So I think the people who watch The Flash and want, what's this guy's name, Grant Gustin or something? Some shit like that, yeah. So maybe he's a fine Flash. You know what? I don't care. I don't watch The Flash. I'm not sitting down and watching a TV version of The Flash. Maybe it would help me appreciate a movie version more, but I'm going to see a movie version of The Flash. So what I know is what I've already seen in movie versions. So sure. if that's not the TV version, I'm sorry I haven't watched it, but I need this explained to me like I'm fucking three years old. You know, if we're going to get on the studios for assuming we watch everything, then don't get on them for assuming we don't watch everything. So that pissed me off because I'm seeing that all over. It's like one of the biggest points of contention people have with this fucking for movie. Year, but it's been for years... They've been complaining about why, what do we just, especially when 
Esmond Miller's getting in trouble. Just bring in this guy. For years they've been doing this, which is like stupid. It just never happens. They don't do that. Like this is not how studios work. No, They're and that's why it's a big deal that branches. Marvel. Exactly. That's why it's a big deal that Marvel was bringing in Charlie Cox to do Daredevil. Because sure. like, oh, this doesn't happen. Yes, exactly. So that's a special occasion. It's not all the time. Hmm. So that's like my, like, just because it's something I've been seeing and I've seen sure, over and it. over, I've seen it in reviews. I've seen it uh, from people on Twitter and on social media. And I'm just like, you know, you people got some fucking balls. Don't bring that shit over here. Fucking hypocrites. I will say though, you know, uh, I feel bad. Our boy didn't at least get a cameo. Like he couldn't get 10 seconds of screen time in the movie. That, that I'm upset about. He don't need to be in the whole fucking movie, but you know, you're doing a little thing with multiverses, you know, show him for 10 seconds. Just give him a little shout. That's it. For the, for the people that would have picked up on it and gotten it, yeah, sure. Why not? Throw yeah, him a fucking bone. That's it. That's all. That's all I wanted for the kid. Other than that, yeah, that's it. You, you know, you're a TV star. You ain't a movie star. Relax. All right. So The Flash, IMDB puts what it down. Barry Allen. Very basic, I guess. What yeah, probably. Uh, Barry Allen uses his super speed to change the past, but his attempt to save his family creates a world without superheroes, forcing him to race for his life in order to save the future. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Now, as I was saying, I'm someone with little to no knowledge of The Flash. I, I know this Justice League movie, and... I see people saying that, oh, this guy is not a good Flash. I don't know what the Flash is. So to me, he's fine. I think Ezra Miller is a fine actor. Except at the beginning of this movie, he's almost playing it like Rain Man. There's an opening scene where he's in like a Starbucks. And I'm sorry, I keep saying he. I know it's not supposed to be they. And I'll catch myself and I'll apologize. No problem. Um. But they are at a, a Starbucks and ordering a sandwich. But they're doing the Rain Man bit, like oh, it's PB, yes, he did And then, like this is, so I was like, oh, is he? Are they autistic? Like I don't quite remember that or understand. But as it goes on, that trait is completely dropped. Like as soon as we get past the opening title sequence, yes. So doesn't. why was it necessary? Why did it happen? Was it just to like make me neurotic at the beginning of this movie? Yes, it's just to, I guess, to show his his you know he's a little he's a little quirky there, you know, a little little weird guy. He likes things to be the way they are all the time. So this is another movie with a disappointing box office weekend: fifty five point one million dollar mm-hmm. opening weekend, compared to Black Adam at sixty seven million. Pretty crazy. Nuts. Pretty crazy. Do you think that the Ezra Miller stuff stopped people from going to the movie? I I, I don't have an answer for this. Possibly. I, because, I, the, you know, the people that would know about it are nerdy people, right? Yes. Like, it's not like there are people mom, who would go yeah. and understand this. Um, I could be that the fact that we know this movie means nothing going forward to that the too. fate of DC. That too is a bad thing. Could be just there's no interest. It could be Flash TV fanboys who are just not interested <laughs> in the Ezra Miller version of the Flash. 
Sure. There, there's a, a host of reasons why this is not success. It still made almost double what Elemental made, which shocks the shit out of me. Sure. But at the end of the day, this is incredibly disappointing. But where I think this made its money is because of the inclusion of Michael Keaton as Batman. Because I have seen way too many people saying, oh, I'm going to see Batman this I mean, ha ha, the Flash. And it's like, number one, you a corny motherfucker. It's a Flash movie. We're giving you a little fan service to get you in the building. Let's let's not pretend that it's something it's not. It's fan service. It's I think it's done well. There's a lot of times fan service can be too much. And in certain situations in this movie, like the reveal of the Batmobile, it's yes. like we're revealing the Batmobile just so we could say we showed it and then yes. do nothing with it. Like you never, it doesn't even turn on. The guy just takes a nap in it. Yes, he does. Hey, we get, but we get the bat wing and stuff. So you know, at least we get. And some, it's a cool bat stuff. wing. You know, it's yes. pretty badass. The thing with Michael Keaton, um, if you didn't watch the trailer, right, and you didn't know Michael Keaton was in this movie, the reveal of Michael Keaton is so just like underwhelming. Huh? Like, right, he's this crazy guy, and he's fighting them in the kitchen, and then he just falls to the floor, and it's just like, oh, look, it's Michael Keaton. And it's just like, wow, that's how you introduce? This is like a big deal. Michael Keaton is in Batman. Like, what are we doing here? It's like, what? very weird. A lot of, some weird choices in this movie. <laughs> uh, so there's this whole story where the Flash realizes he can run so fast that he, when he's in the speed verse, he can actually go to separate points in time and then go back and actually revisit them. And people are complaining about the CGI. To me, I didn't have a problem with it. You're insane. The CGI was fucking horrendous. One of the worst movies I ever saw in my life. When there's two Barry Allens together, it looks so fucking bad, bro. It looks so bad. I, I, I didn't bother me, like literally at all. It's too much to not ball like, like one or two things, but like the fucking babies in the beginning, bro, they look terrible, terrible. It those looks fake, but babies. I'm also looking at it from the point of this guy is moving at a super speed. Everything is going on around him. Like to me, it's not supposed to look real. Interesting. It's a superhero movie. And usually CGI looks not like that. You understand? So that's, it's very off-putting because that's not how we usually watch a, a superhero movie where it looks that... But that, like, I, I've never seen another superhero enter the speed verse to save babies in microwaves. <laughs> oh, like, I, when he's in the speed force, I'll allow that, that terrible CGI because stuff is going on. But when he's just standing around... See, that's the thing. The babies look bad. There's no excuse for when it's just two Barry Allens walking... Where instead of just having two Ezra Millers, they had one and just put his face on another guy. It's very noticeable, bro. It's I it's didn't bad. even pick up on that. It's bad. It's it's one of the worst looking superhero movies I've ever seen in my life. It is horrendous to see Jai. Just all looks unfinished. Not a good look. Do, do you like the movie? The movie's fine, yeah. It is. CGI, I just you know, the CGI is one thing, but no, the story's fine. 
Uh, I was nervous because I'm a Flash fan, so I'm like, oh, we're going to do this story. But, they, you know, they mixed it up to some different stuff, so I was very happy because going in, I'm like, oh, well, you know, this is this should happen and this should happen. And so they didn't do that. They mixed it up, you know. Once uh, he came there and he lost his powers, I was like, all right, so this is already something different. They're doing something different here. So I was I was very, very happy with the storyline. It was good. good stuff. See, I feel like it's a complicated story to tell because we've had these multiverse films now. And they all get more and more just they have to jump through hoops to make the story make sense. And I actually felt like the story was pretty much straightforward. It made a lot of sense. And I think where the movie suffers in that regard is just the fact that it's like less to market on the multiverse, especially coming off a week where we just had Spider-Man so recently that absolutely killed the whole genre because of how great it was and how much we all enjoyed it. Like it kind of puts this movie behind the eight ball just going into it. What do you think about uh, us not really knowing this character to care about so much about him going back to uh, say, like, you know, see, like and if, I, if we've seen him for a while, you know, it's his third movie. It's a very interesting thing for the first Flash movie to already, like, that's something he does later. That's usually not a first Flash thing. I, I get that. And I think we all agree that DC has just completely <laughs> dropped the ball from the beginning with this, right? <laughs> yes, you it's know, true. They want to be Marvel. But what Marvel built took time, took effort, they, you know, to put Iron Man out there. And we always have to go back. There was a period in time where nobody gave a shit about Iron Man or Captain America or Thor, any of these characters. Nobody cared. And instead, DC said, oh, well, we can't be bothered with investing all that time and investing all that money and investing all that effort into creating a genuine universe that people feel attached to and want to see more of, we're just going to jump right to the Avengers. Yep, Justice League, right off the bat. Here we go. (laughs) And where Marvel succeeded was they had an incredible success rate with who they casted, right? If anyone at this point... If anyone else played Tony Stark other than Robert Downey Jr., who knows what would have happened? And if that Iron Man movie isn't the success it is at the beginning, we don't see the MCU as we know it. Hell no. They didn't have have the money for it. They banked on themselves. They put out a loan and said, this is our last chance, bro. Here we go. And DC... They failed with the Superman movie. They failed again with the Superman movie. They did the Suicide Squad movie with Will Smith. That was fucking dog shit. Then they try another Suicide Squad movie, which is okay. It's it's better. It's but good, but it made no money. It made no money, and nobody knows who any of these characters are. They The last Batman movie that came out did really well, right? The Pattinson yeah. Batman. But it don't count. But it don't count toward any because, you know, they're going to make that Batman too, but he's not going to be in the others. We're getting another Batman. You know, because now think next. about this. Affleck does play Batman in this movie again. It's the fourth time that he's played Batman in a feature film. And he has never had his own standalone Batman movie. He Makes is the so only pissed. person to play Batman to not have a standalone movie. Yet Makes he's played so Batman pissed. the most in movies. So pissed, bro. I would love a Batman with Affleck. Oh. I think Affleck's a good Batman. He's my favorite. I'm not even kidding. This is my I, he's my favorite Batman. The way 
they do action scenes with him and shit. The way he moves, like this is how I think Batman would do. I, that's my boy. I love him. You know, I got I enjoy the Christian Bale Batman movies. I think Batman Begins yeah. is my favorite, in all honesty, even more so than the Dark Knight. Sure. Um, I think Dark Knight Rises is not so good. Oh, brother, what are you saying here? <laughs> you just adopted the darkness. Oh. Um but then look at all these characters. We got one decent Wonder Woman movie that got blown out of proportion for how good it was because everything else DC did fucking sucked. So we made the Wonder Woman movie out to be a hell of a lot better than it was just because it gave us something. And then they follow up with that second Wonder Woman movie that apparently nobody did quality control on. Nobody did a screening on. Nobody stopped and said, hey, Maybe this fucking sucks. Maybe we shouldn't put this out. You're telling me that that's better than the Catwoman movie that got shelved? No, bro. I can't. I can't imagine. The only difference is, I think uh, they said that looked cheap because it was. It was like they weren't spending money. They were being cheap with the money, so it didn't look good. That that's their. Excuse. The Wonder Woman '84 movie was so bad, and remember, it was a. HBO Max release because we're in the pandemic at the time. So yeah. It was so bad that I genuinely was scared to say anything about how much I hated it because I didn't want to be that guy who was like, This movie hate women, bro. Yeah. Like I was like, oh my God, like I can't even talk to anyone about this movie. Thankfully, everybody else hated it. We all hated it. She must be uh she must be like finishing off her contract that she's like in fucking Shazam for two minutes, she's in this movie for two minutes. She's like, she must have some appearance fees that she's gotta take Something, care of right? before it ends Or up. she just really likes putting on the costume. Because <laughs> it's like I was not expecting her in this movie. Neither was I. I, I was like, what know, the when fuck? We Shazam, we said, Oh, this would be a real shame if this is the last time we see Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Yeah, well, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> We got one more. So probably be an Aquaman also. Why not? <laughs> oh goodness. Um, did you like Supergirl? Yeah, I did. I thought she was badass. I thought it was great. I thought she was really cool. I I have some issues with the way that they wrote for her. Um, I thought the actress was fine, but there's the one part where she leaves, she goes to the battlefront. Catches the eye of General Zod and instead of engaging, just lets the yes. US military fight with all these people from a different dimension. Yes. And, she oh, already, <laughs> and she just leaves. And she just wasn't ready. She wasn't ready, bro. But not only that, like <laughs> Zod sees her. Like, this is who he came to get, right? He came to get Kara Zorel. Yes. He sees her and she hightails it out of there, and he doesn't even follow her. He just like, She's nah. Just- I'm gonna I'm gonna keep beating GI Joes over here. Who, who gives a back. shit? They'll be back. I'll get it next time. <laughs> so it's shit like that where I'm just like, I don't understand. But fine, I thought she was for all intents and purposes pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but there's there's just like so much with this movie where it's like now okay we and we 
understand time travel at this point, right? We've seen sure. enough time travel yes, where if you know. go back in time and you interrupt anything, the slightest difference throws everything off. And we know that this motherfucker goes back and does it anyway, despite fucking Affleck telling him not to do it. Like, Unbelievable. I love how like nonchalant Affleck is about the whole situation when Barry yes. tells him like, oh, you know, I run so fast I could go fucking back in time. It's like, yeah, you know, maybe don't do that. Uh, like, oh, I could yeah. save my parents, I could save your parents, and Affleck's just like smoking a cigar like he's talking to Will Hunting on the porch. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, kid, that sounds uh, sounds pretty good. Maybe it's not just, do that. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hang out? No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> another, another time, kid. <laughs> Definitely not. Hang out with this fucking loser. Get out of here. Oh man! All right, yeah. So I'm happy to hear you liked it as a non-flash guy. As a non-flash guy, I walked out of there actually liking it a lot, and Good. Just, I, I enjoyed the story. I felt that the story—I I don't think it's perfect by any means. I have a bunch of issues, like something as stupid as that Kara Zor-El scene where she shows up, says, "Nah, fuck it, I'll be back," and like takes off and like leaves everyone to fend for themselves just so she can come back. The Batman stuff, I think, is. Good. And I'm not, as a kid, I was not a Keaton Batman guy. When I saw the movie and I saw it in theaters as a kid, it didn't hook me like it did for a lot of people. I wasn't out there buying all the Batman 89 toys like other kids my age. I bought the, the, the knockoff t-shirts at the flea market because I knew that was cool. Like everyone was wearing Batman t-shirts on gym day yeah. at school. But Batman 89... I really didn't begin enjoying because to me it always sucked. I loved the Val Kilmer Batman as a kid. I loved the Clooney Batman as a kid. To me, Keaton was the worst one. So I don't have that nostalgia for the Keaton Batman like everybody else does. Eventually watching it years after the fact, I'm like, oh, you know what? This is actually, I get it. I don't, I still don't love it. I mean, the, the movie is Jack Nicholson is the one who does who makes the movie. 100%. But, but I at least appreciate it more than I did when I was a child. So while I'm not overly enthused for the Keaton stuff, I'm still like, oh, I get why this is cool. I get why people want to see this. And it is pretty fun. And yeah. he still does cool shit. And he, he does. Keaton is, is fun. You know, yeah. I can't believe how old he is. I think he looks amazing for looks 97 good. years old. He's moving around. He's doing good. <laughs> He's legit in his 70s, right? Yeah, he has to be. That's fucking insane. You know, these actors, man, they got the money to, to live that nice life. Eat well, exercise once in a while. It pays off, bro. Oh, and when we're in the, the speed force at the end, we get that the big reveal that the, the dark the flash. Versus, yes. You know, the, the dark flash of who the dark flash is, and it's the younger version of Barry, who's just been trapped in this speed force all this time, trying to rescue everyone that he wasn't able to save. And still, we do not learn our fucking lesson to not fuck with the past. Why is it that we have such trouble with learning our fucking lessons? Selfish, bro. Selfish boy. Uh, now, you mentioned you wanted the, the cameo with the the TV flash. We do get a bunch of cameos in here. Yes. This is a big, this is the hot topic all weekend long on the internets. 
the people are not very happy about using dead people's likeness in the movie. They're because really, they can't listen to the podcast about them. I get they're, it. They're really upset about it. So it's like, all right. I, I don't see what the big deal is. If we can have a dead Grand Moff Tarkin actually have fucking lines and carry scenes, then having Christopher Reeve hologram show up to stand there for four seconds is not a big deal. People are corny because if they just use actual footage, no one would say anything, right? But because it's a CGI thing, it's like, oh, oh my God, that's, that's too much. What's the big deal? Bro, I'm not complaining. I, do you do you hate it? No, it's fine. It's, it's fucking uh, three, four seconds in a two hour and 24 minute film. Yes. It and is. it's meant it's... to show the levels of the multiverses. Yes. It's not like it doesn't have a place. It, uh, yes. You know they're doing a big multiverse movie. Come on. They're not going to put... Any of their people in there? Come on, bro. Well, we That's got so George good. Reeve. We got fucking uh, Christopher Reeve. We got uh, who was the Supergirl actress? Uh, Don't remember her name, but yeah, Helen something, I believe. Supergirl um, movie. We even got Nick Cage. Yes, <laughs> like I, that his, was a big pop for me. It was awesome doing his Tim Burton Superman role there with That's his awesome Con Air stuff. hair. Yeah, because it was it was right. It was supposed to be right after Con Air. This was supposed to happen. So, yeah, he was full-on long hair <laughs> fighting that stupid spider. God bless. Uh, and then we get the big one at the end, which popped me, too, is oh, where Barry yeah. leaves the courthouse and he gets the call from Bruce and he's looking around. All of a sudden, George Clooney falls. I popped so, so fucking... Because I'm at no point... After we had gotten all the other cameos and, and shows in the, you know, the scene prior, I'm thinking we're all done, right? I'm Okay, the movie's wrapping oh. up. See, no... <laughs> On the voice, I'm like that. Don't that's not Ben Affleck's voice. I didn't think it was Clooney. I for I for I, in my head, I heard. I was like, Yo, is that gonna be like Henry Cavill? Like they threw him a ball. He's gonna be Bruce Wayne real oh, fast. Okay. Like like something like like Superman is Batman now. So it's like, well. So I was like, Cause look, that don't sound that don't sound like Affleck. And then when he came, I was like, Oh, that's even better, George <laughs> Clooney with that white ass hair. My goodness, look Silver at Fox, hair. baby. God damn, Georgie, looking good. It was awesome. That was a good thing to see. I loved it. Uh, I mean, what else is left to say about this movie? There's a lot going on. And I know we went completely around the world in it in no particular order. So, but there is <laughs> there is so much going on in this movie. It and is. it is a long it movie. Is. It's a two two hours, 24 minutes. Make sure you take your piss before you walk in the theater. <laughs> Oh, let me hit some music, baby. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you a man? Are you a man? All right. The long-awaited Flash movie is going to save cinema, save our country, all, all of it, baby. Where does it fall on your main man stand? I kind of came in expecting to dislike it and come in and shit on DC and shit on everything because of how much they talked it up themselves. And I always subscribe to the theory, like, if you got to tell someone how good you are, you're not very good at all to begin with. 
if you got to tell someone how tough you are, you're not very tough. Like that's, that's the way I am. Like you let your, you let your shit speak for itself. And, uh, I kind of feel like I, I got a punch in the mouth here because I like <laughs> this movie. Thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah. I like this movie. It's not perfect by any means. There are a lot of issues with it, but it took some characters that I really don't know much about, including the flash, including Supergirl, general zod like i i really yes, have no attachment yeah i don't have attachment to these characters and i don't have attachment to a lot of superhero movies so when i'm seeing them on screen in movies a lot of times that's, that's my that introduction yeah, to that's these it. characters i'm not a comic i never was a comic book person as a kid I was into other things. I have friends who are into comic books. So whatever knowledge I have is just like residual knowledge that I picked up in conversations from being around them. But I'm far from an expert. I'm far from overly knowledgeable about these things. So to me, this is my introduction. And I'm looking at this as going, this is my first Flash movie. What do I know about the Flash? He runs really fast, and his name is Barry, and apparently he likes peanut butter and espresso on fucking white bread with the corners cut off. I, I don't fucking know. Um, but at the end of the day, I walked out of this movie going, this was pretty good. This was a lot of fun. It made sense. I understand why I understand his motivations for doing what he did because as much as I say we know what happens when you go back in time and fuck with shit given the same opportunity I'd probably do the same thing you're gonna give me the power to go back in time and Most rescue my murdered mother and get my uh wrongfully imprisoned father out of jail yeah I'm probably gonna do that too I'm a selfish fuck I get that and I understand I, that's why with great power comes great responsibility, right? I mean, doesn't that statement make all the sense in the world and it applies for all of these superhuman people that we are fans of and we go see, but still you take 99% of regular people and throw that power on them. They're going to do the same shit. So I don't blame the guy for doing it. I found it relatable and yes, the story is a little bit ridiculous. The shit with the babies is a little crazy, but I don't have a problem with the CGI even like other people did. It did not stand out to me in the fact, like I said, certainly with the faces and shit that you're talking about, at no point was I like, oh, this is fucking unwatchable. Zero point. So I'm walking out of this movie, giving it a triple and a half main man, three and a half stars. Mm, yeah, I'm there with you, baby. I'm there with you. <clears throat> I have lots of problems with the movie, but the movie's still fun. Uh, what Joe talks about of, of just, you know, this is his first time watching the character. That is how you should take this because every version is different. Uh, like I said, I don't think Ezra Miller is a very good Barry Allen. That's not how Barry Allen is. Uh, but this is his version. I don't like his version. You know, whatever. Uh, but I think he's still, he's good enough uh, he gets annoying at times, right? But that is the character. He's supposed to be this annoying guy. But, uh, you know, I don't hate him. Hate them. Uh, so, even though it's not the Barry Allen I love, I still think this Barry Allen's entertaining. I think the movie is fun. I think there's some really good action scenes. Uh, the opening scene with Batman chasing those guys. Shit is awesome. 
Supergirl fucking shit up is awesome. You know, the flashes, uh, the two flashes doing stuff together. All, lots of awesome stuff. So I'm in with you. I'm going to give it a three and a half main men. Uh, you know, I thought the movie would reset the DC a little more at the end, right? Because since they mentioned yeah. how, you know, this is the this is it and it, it explains how they could restart, you know, and do everything over. But they didn't except for a little joke, you know, a little joke at the end. But, uh, you know, uh, I would like to see more Flash. I hope we get more Flash in the future. But probably not going to be this this person here. No. <laughs> this is it. I, even if outside of this movie doing just insane box office, you know, $100 million opening weekend. Outside of that, I don't see any situation where Warner Brothers brings back Ezra Miller to redo this role or anything. They uh, they had the box office tracking for this movie. They, they were expecting $100 million. They were up until a couple weeks ago, and then they lowered it to about 70 to 80. They were like, oh, you know, but it's even way worse than that. Yeah. People are saying... Uh, Apparently, this movie's been playing a lot for the past month. They've been doing a lot of free screenings mm. to try to get that buzz out. The buzz? Of that. And people are wondering, one, if it backfired because some of the buzz wasn't always good. And also, you wasted lots people, of showings. Yes. This doesn't count. You know, these don't count. So, I don't know. But the thing, too, was even this weekend, you still had... Outside of the two new releases, which finished one and two with less than number one and two numbers, you still had three other movies do decent numbers behind it. Spider-Man, 27.8 million. Transformers Week 2, 20 million. Little Mermaid still dropping 11.6 million. So that's, that's your top five. That's a lot of money tied up at the bottom of that top five. You know, you take five million off each of those and throw it you know, towards one of the top ones, and we're talking a different game here right now, but we're not. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if that leads to less of a drop for next week. Are more people going to come to the theaters next week? The people who now, okay, they finally got the Transformers, now they'll go see The Flash, or now they'll go see Elemental. People who are still taking their kids to see Little Mermaid this weekend, are they taking them back to see Elemental next week? It's crazy that Disney had two movies. You know, I made a lot of money this week to combined. And one's been out for uh, five weeks. So, you know, and Little Mermaid, for all the shit that got, that's the number five movie of the year right now. That's oh, up to yeah. $255 million. This and week, there's, uh, there's nothing coming out. So, this, you know, uh, the big movie is uh, the Jennifer Lawrence uh, comedy that comes out this week. Other than that, uh, this could be the flat, you know, maybe the flash will hang around and make. You know, so twenty I'm, something, thirty. I'm interested in the Jennifer Lawrence, but what's it called? Like a something hard Nothing. I I had it queued up and then I fucking forgot it. It's called uh, No Hard Feelings. No Hard Feelings. It's supposed to be good. I've heard very positive buzz. Now about I movie. read an article this week, or not so much an article, but just like a thought thing, where people are interested to see how this does because. This is uh, an R-rated comedy. We don't, we don't get movies like this. We the don't get movies like this anymore. It's already and, crazy. And, and it's a theatrical release. now. Nowadays, this is the kind of movie that goes directly to streaming. Everybody watches it in a weekend, and then we all forget about it. Is this, if this is not, if this is not successful, do we abandon 
R-rated comedies in theaters after this. I mean, this already abandoned. This is our last hope, I guess, right? That's, this is that's it, really what it is. Much. If this does well, maybe you know these kinds of movies become a thing again at some point, at some level. But if this goes very poorly, we may not have one of these in theaters again. I do want to see it. I'm probably not going to see it this week. If I go to the movies, it's probably going to see uh, the new Wes Anderson comes out this week, Asteroid City. And also last week, there was another new release, The Blackening, that I'm uh, very interested in seeing. So I might see that this week also. Mm. But yeah. There's some options out there. We still got uh, um, The Machine. You know, yeah, that's still playing a couple places. Yes, it is. And what's the one with uh, uh, Salvatore Maniscolo and Robert De Niro uh, about yeah, my yeah. dad? I think. Or... Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's already out on digital. We don't need to. Yeah, it's it's getting one one play a day at my local theater. <laughs> like an eleven o'clock at night showing. Like one. Yes, that's that's when the old people are going to see this. Yeah, exactly. the Italian comedy. <laughs> hey, Robert De Niro must be very spry for just knocking up his uh, new girlfriend uh, at fucking hundred and nineteen years old. That's why he keeps doing these movies. He's got fucking another college to which to pay for. Jesus like I'm not Christ. one to judge what people do, but like. I'm going to say it, man. Fuck you, Robert De Niro. Like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck is wrong with you? Fuck you. Having a baby at fucking 90 years old. You're fucking pathetic. What a fucking loser. Oh, man. But now your wife's got to change fucking two sets of diapers. (laughs) Oh, Joe. So, uh. You know, you too, you fucking piece of shit. What do you feel like he won up to you? So you got to jump into it. You guys are fucking. What fucking... They're always. They're always like that. <laughs> oh, Hoo-wah. you saw what he did. <laughs> oh man. So while uh, we went down the the releases this week, I mean, there's stuff we might see, but not, nothing really, nothing really that you know hits home for us. So, so that means we got to do something. Doesn't yeah, it? I think we're gonna be spinning a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, baby, fire it up. Yeah, the Wheel of Superheroes is back, baby. Oh, man, I'm excited. Here we go. Spinning it. Come on. Come on. Oh, 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 okay. This is a good one. It's a Master of Sex. Oh, I wish it was. Punisher Warzone. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> oh, this is available on Peacock. It's the, it's, is this Thomas uh, Jane? No, this is the, the one after Thomas Jane they made with, uh, I believe, Ray Stevenson, who just recently passed away. Uh, so this is, uh, you know, yeah. Good. It's, uh, he's going to be in Ahsoka coming up. Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Now I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So he plays the Punisher. He's one of those guys. Yes, he's definitely one Absolutely. of those guys. He's in so many things. Who the fuck? Oh, that motherfucker. Yeah. Like Michael uh, Shannon is like he plays Zod in this Flash movie, but he's to me one of those guys. Sure. I get it. Um, this movie, a lot of people say this is their best, their favorite version of The Punisher. Not saying really? it's the best movie, but just this not. version of The Punisher. No, no I, because no, no, the movie is fun. 
The movie is violent, over the top violent. It's good. You're gonna get a kick out of it. This is this is what we need to watch. This is a good one. I'm excited okay. for this. Punish the war zone, bro. It's good. Come on. Okay, okay. <laughs> so that's next week. It's on Peacock. Follow along. Watch with us, please. Oh goodness. But that's next week, Joe. So you want to finish up this week? Gotta finish it up with another wheel. I hit it. It's now time for the big finish. All right, Joe. It's big finish time. Let's spin this wheel. Okay, alcoholic beverages. All right, what do you want to do? You any any type of? Are alcohol? we doing spirits? That's what I mean. You want to do beer, spirits. spirits? All right, sure. Spirits. So our favorite alcoholic beverages. Here we go. Very very simple. You see this, Gomez? Yeah, you're a captain. I'm a captain. You know what else I like? Captain have? Morgan Spiced Rum. Admiral Jack. Fucking. <laughs> Ad- Admiral Nelson is what it is. Admiral Nelson. I love from. it. I fucking love it. <laughs> but I've been drinking Captain Morgan for God knows how many years at this point. You still Long drink before. that, bro? Yeah. I, I, I got a giant handle bottle. I, I just. It. I love it. So yeah, to to this day, it, I got away from it for a while. Yeah, I and then I was out it. somewhere and had one. I was like, "Oh my god, where has this been?" It was like it was like reuniting with an ex lover, baby. <laughs> it was like I know we broke up, but man, that we used to have some good fucking sex. <laughs> oh, let's see. What do I, like I guess my number one would be a Jameson and ginger ale, baby. Jameson mm. and ginger. I love me some Jameson. I'm not a big whiskey guy myself, but number two, Tito's Handmade Vodka. I love a nice little Tito's and Sprite. Tito's and Sprite, Tito's and Seltzer. Mm, I I love the soda as a mixer. Always a big soda as a mixer. So vodka is like a a fucking miracle booze, too. Like you can mix it with like fucking anything. So Tito's and something citrusy, Sprite, Mountain Dew. Ooh, Mountain Dew, yeah. Tito's and Hawaiian Punch. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a, a margarita guy. I love me a margarita. A regular one is fine, but if you got a flavor, if you got a spicy margarita, woo, chances are I'm going to be sipping on it, bro. I'm right there with you. I love nice, cold, refreshing drinks, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I... When I go to Epcot, I take the left to go into Mexico first. Go get some margaritas. They make it with the Rocks Terramana tequila. And let me tell you, I think that is a great tequila. I'm I'm not a huge tequila guy, but it's a very tasty, smooth tequila. Big fan. Mm. You know, I also, uh, when I play cards, I like to have a Bloody Mary. I'm one of those guys. Really? If I'm sitting at the card table, it's 
early in the morning, like a nice little Bloody Mary to help help the heartache go, you know, mm. <laughs> help those chips disappear, make it make it go a little better. Mm. <laughs> but I, I don't get that's only when I'm playing cards. If I'm going to brunch, I get a Bellini, you know, I get stuff like that. You're not a mimosa guy. Bottomless mimosas. I do like a mimosa. I like either one. Mimosa, Bellini, whatever you got. I go places by me. They got peach flavor, blueberry. I love it. Give me all the flavors, baby. Uh, dated a girl for a while who we she loved breakfast food. So when we go out for breakfast, it was uh, mimosas and chilaquiles. That was her, her big thing. And I, I would say I fucks with mimosas. Not my my favorite thing, but I can see why other people are into it. I can't I have in, too much like orange juice acid. That's that's the thing is like yeah. it's a little too much for me. Yeah. So I can have one, but yeah. like a bottomless is wasted on me. Sure, yeah, no, no, that's why. Like I I rather have the Bellini because I can't. Uh, I, I do like a a screwdriver. I love a little vodka, a little orange juice, but it's just nowadays I'm just an old man and I got to have low acid orange juice or my day is ruined. <laughs> there, so. there was a, a long period of time where screwdrivers were my go-to wedding drink. Oh, yeah. So it, for whatever reason, I felt like I wouldn't get drunk on screwdrivers. Sure. I think acid keeps me level. Yeah. So I felt like I could still be functional and not like falling over myself while, while still having a good time, you know? So yeah. people would see me with the Tito's and OJ all, all night long, and I'd be, you know, just chilling, maybe go out, do a little dance, you know, one of these. Ooh, I, I... Uh, but yeah, that's it. There's a, you know, leave your uh, favorite alcohols in the comments below if yeah. you're listening on YouTube. Tweet us as at Car Jomez. Thank you guys for listening to another jam-packed episode of Car Jomez. Remember to hit subscribe wherever it is that you're listening to it. Next week, we're doing Punisher Warzone, available yes. on Peacock. And we're also going to be checking out the new Disney Plus show, Secret Invasion, which drops, if you're listening on Thursday, that's up today. And honestly, I'm probably going to check out Right Righteous Gemstones. Yes, definitely. Because it's up there. 100%. I think that show is great. Yes, 100%. Uh, so, yeah, follow us all over the internet at Card Jomez. You can follow all my personal stuff at The Joe Shoes, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Joe Shoes. Help support, buy a shirt like this partner shirt that I'm wearing right Let's now check. with me and Swoggle, the team That's of great. Shoehorn. Love and it. <laughs> you can wear that and uh, all that money from the T-shirts goes back into supporting the show and you know, covering our hosting fees and stuff like that. Also, youtube.com slash Joe Shoes. Check out my 56-second Odyssey video <laughs> of the Grimace Milkshake. Uh, the Gomez154 Instagram and Twitter. Twitch.tv slash Movie. Check it out, baby. Uh, and that brings everything to a head, Gomez. So, let's make like Tom and Cruz. Peace.